the Lord, oh my soul, help me sing it. God is greater and greater. Sing glory to His holy name. God is greater and greater. Let the Lord, come on, sing it again. God is greater and greater. Glory to His holy name. God is great. And great and it too. Say, but let the Lord. Come on, Angie, help me see you. Said, I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. That he put clapping in my head, yeah. What he's done for me. He put clapping in my head. What he's done for me. Leave. Everybody leave, leave, 
come to leap for joy. I come to give him praise. Somebody praise him right where you are. Open up your mouth and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right where you are, just lift your hands and begin to magnify the Lord this morning. He's truly a great God, and He's so worthy to be praised. The splendor of a king, glow in majesty, let all be. Let all the earth rejoice. He wraps himself in light. And darkness tries to hide. And trembles at his words. And trembles at his voice. And how great is our God. And no will see how, how great our God is. And age to age he stands, and time is in his hands, beginning and God had three and one. He's Father, Spirit, Son, the Lion and the Lamb, the Lion and the Lamb. And how great is our God. Sing with me. Is our God.
service this morning. Greetings from the Zion Hill Church family. I want you to know we love you. We are praying for you. And we believe that God is still on the throne. I pray that it shall be well with you and your family. 
in the name of Jesus. Please open your Bible with me to the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse number 6. The book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse number 6. The Bible says, be careful for nothing. Hallelujah. I can shout on that already. The word of God continues to say, in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Lord, we thank you again for the opportunity to be here. Holy Spirit, have your way in this worship experience. Speak to us. Touch somebody. Heal somebody. Deliver somebody, oh God. Lord, have your way in this place. Now I step back that you may step up. This is your show. This is your church. This is your world. And I thank you that lives will be saved that people's life will be changed for the better in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to talk with you for a few minutes on the subject titled, It's Time to Weaponize Your Praise. It's time to weaponize your praise. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, I've been preaching a series of lessons on how we're going to deal with this thing called coronavirus. And the Lord revealed some profound revelation in my heart, and I've been trying to share that with all of us. I know this crisis touched just about every one of us. Uh, people are very scared. Some are even sick. Some even died. We are aware of the confinement and all the restrictions that are all over the nation. It's amazing what has happened. There's all kinds of shutdown. Nations shut down. Even governments, even the, the worst of the dictators, everybody shut down. Even politicians. All kinds of shutdown is going on. You go to the airport, shutdown. Even major corporations, shutdown. Major businesses, shutdown. Even the courthouse, shutdown. We're not having video courts. Believe it or not, a lot of schools, even churches. It's amazing how much shutdown is going on because of this coronavirus. All kinds of shutdown. Nightclub, shutdown. Brothels, shutdown. Casinos, shutdown. I almost shout on that one. <laughs> There's all kinds of shutdown going on. My brothers and my sisters, even the banks, even the interest rate shutdown. <laughs> it's just amazing what is going on because of this crisis. But you know it's good to know that God is still in heaven. God is still in control. God is still on the throne. Uh, one of the things I notice about this coronavirus is that it doesn't discriminate. 
So it don't matter whether you're white or black. It doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor. It doesn't matter whether you're young or old, Democrats or Republican. All of us, we're in the same boat. Maybe this is a good time to turn to the Lord. Amen. Maybe this is a good time to remember that we're not all that. God is still the creator of this whole world. My brothers, my sister, I will admit that it's okay to be concerned about what is going on. But be careful that you don't allow your concern or your fear to turn into worries. Sometimes you can be concerned, but you don't want to worry. The Bible says be careful for nothing. Don't worry about a thing. Worry is when your situation starts to control you. Worry is when you're no longer in control and the situation you find yourself begin to control you. Now you have people, some of them can't even sleep. Some people cannot even function. You don't want your life to go out of control. Worry is concern out of control. It begins to dictate your life. It begins to dictate when you're going to sleep, when you're going to get up, what mood you're going to be, your emotions. So there's nothing wrong for you to be concerned. The Bible do say, don't worry about a thing. Don't let your concern turn into worry. Too many people are scared. Too many people are afraid. Too many people are depressed. Some are even gone into anxiety. So the question is, what do we do in this kind of situation? And the word of God is saying to you and me, God allows us to be concerned, but God does not allow us to worry. When you turn your concern into worry, you become what Jesus says, O ye of little faith. And I just want to encourage you today, turn those concerns into praise. There is something about praising the Lord that will get you out of trouble. That is why Job said, yes, I'm going through, but though he slay me, yet I'm going to trust him. And somebody needs to believe God, just like Job this morning. The truth is that you don't know who you are until you've been in some scary situation. If the truth be told, you really don't know how big your God is until you've been through some difficult situation. You don't know how God can bring you out until you've been in the valleys of dead bones. Frankly speaking, you don't even know much about living until you've been through some scary place. You don't know what faith in God will be until you've been through some scary situation. So I want to encourage you today, don't worry about a thing. Let God be your guide. I want to speak to the things that speak to you 
when the church is over. I want to deal with those fears, those concerns, those anxiety, those things that the devil is trying to use to manipulate, to control your life and my life. And I submit to you this morning as the Holy Spirit revealed it to me. What you need to do is to praise your way out of it. Did you hear what I said? I said you need to learn to praise your way out of difficulty. You need to learn to praise your way out of sicknesses. You need to learn to praise your way out of fear. Let me submit to you, there are different kinds of praise. You know, we, we praise God for what he's done. All of us know about that. When God gives you a new job, you, you praise God, you shout all over the church. I've been there. I never will forget one day I bought me a new car, and I shout so loud, I fell out. <laughs> so you learn to thank God for what he's doing in your life. But there is another kind of faith where you learn to praise God for what he's about to do. And I just believe in my heart that God is about to heal our nation. I believe with all my heart God is fixing to heal our land. So it's time to praise God. There is some kind of praise where you praise God on credit. You haven't seen the miracle yet, but in your spirit, you receive it, and you begin to praise God anyhow. Anybody can praise God when things are going good. Anybody can praise God when the check comes in the mail. But real tests, can you praise God in the valley? See, anybody can praise God on mountain top. But can you praise God in the valley? And I believe that's what we're experiencing right now. Can you praise God in the wilderness? Can you praise God when you are facing the walls of Jericho? Can you praise God when the report from the doctor is no good? Can you praise God when life is throwing at you a curveball? And I believe this thing called praise is a powerful weapon. Sometimes we don't use it enough. Every now and then I will remind my own church family. I say, look, it's time to praise the Lord. Don't let just the worship team have a good time in the Lord. Nobody know like you know what God has done for you. The fact that you are alive today, you are, you're under the sound of my voice, that's enough to praise God for. And you have to praise God that the same God that woke you up this morning, that same God is able to sustain you tomorrow. He's able to sustain you next week. He's able to sustain you next month. He's able to sustain you next year. He's able to sustain you for the rest of your life. David said, I went to bed, I slept good, I woke up because the Lord sustained me. So I want you to believe God with me that everything will be all right. You have to be able to praise God. Anyhow, this is not the kind of praise you do because it's Sunday morning. 
This is not the kind of praise you do because you just love music. This is not the kind of praise you do just because you just want to harmonize with somebody. This is a kind of praise that you encounter, that you engage in when Pharaoh is after you. This is the kind of praise that you go into when you're trying to have a run of your life and there's a red sea in front of you. This is the kind of praise you do when all hell is breaking loose. And the more I watch the television, the more I listen to radio, the more I read the newspaper, it just looks like all hell is breaking loose right now. So I submit to you, it's time to praise the Lord. We need to praise our way out of this. I know many of you, you are Baptist, you are Methodist, you are Catholic or whatever, all kinds of denominations. But you, you won't know how big your God is until you make up your mind to shout regardless of the, your denomination. Don't wait until you are broken down before you learn to open your mind and say, Lord, I thank you for another day. I thank you for being God. Many of us, we say we just Baptists, we don't, we don't shout or we're Methodists, we're cool, but you wait until you get in real trouble. Real trouble will make you run like a koji. <laughs> Real trouble will make you shout all over the building like a Pentecostal. I'm telling you, when it comes to praising God as a warfare, it doesn't matter whether you're black or white. It doesn't matter whether you're Baptist or Methodist or Catholic or Presbyterian. God just loves you to praise your way out of your situation. Trouble will make you run around the house speaking in tongues. And I believe right where we are right now is time for us to praise the Lord. I'm not moved by what I'm seeing. I'm not moved by what I'm hearing. I'm not moved by what I'm feeling right now. I am moved by the word of God. And the word of God has shown us over and over again. When your back is against the wall. When you don't seem to know what to do next, the best solution is to weaponize your prophecy and weaponize your prayer and weaponize your praise. You remember the story of Jehoshaphat? Jehoshaphat was surrounded by the enemy. And Jehoshaphat went before the Lord and said, Lord, I don't know what to do. That sounds like how we feel right now. Every time we look around, something else has happened. But the Bible said, Jehoshaphat heard from the Lord. And the Lord said, this battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord. Guess what he prescribed for Jehoshaphat and his followers to do? He said, praise your way out of it. And the Bible said, the more they praise God, the more the enemy kill each other. And then at the end of the day, they were able to gather the spoil without firing one shot. Guess how they won? 
Praise God them out. I come to tell somebody, your miracle is in your praise. Did you hear what I just said? Your miracle is in your praise. Your healing is in your praise. Your deliverance is in your praise. Even in times like this with all the rumors of what coronavirus is doing, your deliverance, your protection is in your praise. Please take note. We normally shout when God made a way. We are used to shouting after the wall came down. But if you remember the story of Israelites before the Jericho war, they did not wait until the wall came down before they started shouting. They did not wait until the trouble was resolved before they started shouting. I come to tell you and me also, don't wait till this battle is over. You can shout right now. That's why I thank God for my worship team this morning. I came in and they were just dancing before the Lord. They are excited before the Lord. I said, wow. It looked like it's like we got together and we compare now and we say we're just going to shout today. That's what they do every week. There is something in your life that may be hindering you from praising God, but you have to go past all of that. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Make up your mind that no matter what is going on, the Lord will see you through. The Lord will see you through. In that particular situation, you remember what happened the Israelites were giving a promise. But between Israel and the promised land, there is a wall. I wonder what kind of wall is in your own life. You'll be amazed how many people are facing walls of fear, walls of anxiety, walls of depression. Even you'll be amazed how many people are facing walls of discouragement. Even men and women of God. I'm amazed how many people I've talked to say, Pastor, I don't know how we're going to make it. But no matter what wall is between you and the promise of God, you need to know you can praise your way out of it. How did the wall come down in Jericho? The people of God, God told them, you don't need weapons. You don't need AK-47. I have a friend of mine like that. He said, I just need to buy me another gun. Your gun don't do no good coronavirus, man. <laughs> what you need is to weaponize your praise. God told Israel, march around that wall that is facing you. And the seventh day, the seventh time after you march, then get ready to shout. You know what is so good about their story? They are marching around the walls, and somebody may be looking at them and say, look at all these fools. Your praise is no praise until you can make a good fool out of yourself. I don't know about you. I've got something to shout about. I've got some children. 
I've got relatives, I've got church members, I've got loved ones, I've got students. I mean, I am surrounded by people that I care for. Guess how we're going to make it? We're going to praise our way out of this. Amen, somebody. Somebody shout hallelujah right where you are. Praise will pull down the promises of God. From the spirit world to the natural world, whatever wall is before you, it takes praise to pull down your blessing. You have to relocate and activate the blessings of God in your life with your praise. Praise is what will cause things to turn around in our life. Praise will break every curse in the life of a child of God. Praise will activate even the favor of God. When everybody is saying this, are going down, you ought to be saying in your spirit, there is a lifting up. That is the spirit I saw in my worship team this morning. You have to be able to say hallelujah anyhow. You have to be able to believe God, even in difficult situations. I want to talk to somebody who's still here by the grace of God, that you know, that you know you could have been dead by right now. But you are here by the grace of God. You've been through hospital, and then you've made it. You've been through automobile accident. You've made it. You've been through gun violence. I mean, I can go on and on. But by the grace of God, you're still here. Well, that same God that brought you out before, that same God is still your God. I believe with all my heart, if he did it before, he can do it again. I don't know about you. I should have lost my mind. But guess what? I'm still here. <laughs> I don't know about you. My, my, my finances was messed up, but I'm still here. My credit was jacked up. <laughs> but look at God. I'm still smiling. There is a way for God to bring you out if you would learn to praise your way out of it. So I come to tell you when enemy is messing with your life, praise your way out of it. When any, the enemy is messing with your health, guess what you need to do? Praise your way out of it. When the enemy is messing with your community, guess what you need to do? Praise your way out of it. When the enemy is messing with your job, so many people now they're out of job. They don't know how they're going to pay their bill next month. Maybe you're listening to me right now. I dare you to praise your way out of your situation. Maybe the devil is messing with your finances, or he may be messing even with your future. Guess what we're going to do? We're going to praise our way out of it. I don't know about you. I'm going to praise my way out of this coronavirus. I don't care what the report says. I will do everything to protect myself. I wash my hand. I maintain social distancing. But at the end of the day, I look to the hills from whence come in my help. My help don't come from man. My help come from God. I will praise God until my life is back. I will praise God 
until my family is back. I will praise God until my finances are back. I will praise God until my health is back. I will praise God until my strength is back. I will praise God until I get off the floor. I will praise God until I get direction for my life. It don't matter what you're going through right now. What you need to do is to praise your way out of it. Praise your way out of it. It's time to praise your way out of it. It's time for you to shout your way out of it. Give him the glory and give him the honor and give him the praise because he is worthy to be praised. When Joseph was in the pit, when all of his brothers was trying to kill him, guess who saved his life? One of his brothers by the name Judah. While the rest of them were conniving and planning to destroy him, to kill him, to make up story that he's been destroyed by the animals. Judas said, why would you kill him? Let's try to come up with something else. Let's not take his life. You know what I found out from that story? Judah means praise. Praise is what protected the dream in the life of Joseph. And maybe you under the sound of my voice. Coronavirus is doing its own thing, but God has given you a dream. And God has given you a vision. And you say, how am I going to fulfill this vision? How is my dream going to come true? I say to you, just like Judah brought out Joseph out of the pit, I believe with all my heart, praise will bring you out. I believe if you would learn to praise God, You'll be just fine. Praise is what we need. Remember the story of Paul and Silas. The same situation. The Bible said they were locked up in Philippian jail. The Bible said at midnight, guess what they did? They praised. They prayed to the Lord. And they give God the praise. I will submit to you it's midnight right now. Not just in our city, throughout the whole state, throughout the whole nation. In fact, throughout the whole world, it's midnight. I was talking to some relatives in Africa the other day. The whole country is shut down. They have police and military people parading the road. Nobody could go to church. Nobody could go to their mosque. I'm telling you, even Mecca... The holiest city for the Muslims shut down. Even Jerusalem, the holy place for Christians shut down. I mean, this coronavirus is doing its own thing. But I will tell you, you can praise your way out of it. I will tell you, you can look to the hills from whence coming my help. I don't know about you. I feel like shouting right now because I just know in my knowing God will bring us out. I want to tell you, I want to encourage you this morning, don't let coronavirus have the last say in your life. Praise your way out of difficulty. Praise your way out of trouble. Praise your way out of confusion. Praise your way out of fear. Don't let the spirit of worry choke you up. The Bible says be careful for absolutely nothing. But in everything... By prayer, supplication, and guess what else? Thanksgiving. You need thanksgiving in your heart right now. 
even in times like this, you need thanksgiving. The Bible says, in all things, give thanks. This is the will of God. And I want to invite you this morning. I'm going to ask all of our worship team to come back and let's just praise the Lord together right where you are. Maybe you're in your living room. Maybe you're in the shower. Maybe you're in your car. You can praise God right where you are. And I want you to know God loves you. God's got your back. God is looking out for you. God is determined to make a believer out of all of us that he is God and God all by himself. Everything the devil meant for evil, guess what? God will turn it around for our good. So I challenge you this morning, get ready to praise the Lord. Get ready to give him the praise. Get ready to lift him up. Say, Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah, anyhow. I don't have to worry. I don't have to fret. God is still my savior. God is still my healer. God is still my deliverer. God is still my waymaker. And because he healed me before, he can heal me again. Because he protected me before, he can do it again. Because he made a way for me before, he can make a way for me again. And not just me, for you also. God loves you. God's got your back. Be encouraged. All is well in Jesus' name. Before I, I turn this into praise party, I want to invite you to the Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe you are listening to me today and you say, Pastor, I don't even know this Jesus you are talking about. Do you know my friend that you can accept him right now? You wonder how can we sing in the midst of all this? How can we be smiling? There is the peace of God that comes to our heart when we turn our life to Jesus Christ. And all you need to do this morning is to invite him to come into your heart. Recognize that you are a sinner. Guess what? I'm a sinner too. All of us have messed up. We need a savior. And God sent Jesus Christ to this world to die for your sin, to die for my sin. The reason why I smile every day, the reason why I praise God every day is because I know that I know that I know I've been born again. And if you would like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord too, I invite you this morning, wherever you are, just pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I recognize I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive my sin. I invite you, Lord Jesus, to come into my heart. I know in my knowing that God sent you to this world to die for my sin. Today, I ask you to be my Lord. I ask you to be my Savior. I ask you to come into my life and rule and reign in my heart. I believe what I'm saying. And I receive you by faith this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome to the body of Christ. You are now a child of God. You are joined here with Jesus. And you, my brother, you, my sister in the Lord. And I just thank you for watching us this morning. If you are blessed by what God is doing through the ministry of Zion Hill Church and you would like to support our ministry, 
please feel free to go to our website. There's an opportunity for you to give or to support this ministry. Do it as the Lord leads you. That's what it's all about. May God bless you. Amen. Say praise. We've got to praise His name. 
If you pray, you ought to praise the Lord. We got a disease over our country. You ought to praise Him. Just praise to the Lord. Pray, and He will remove it. Come on and praise. Some praise this morning and praise his name. He's worthy, he's worthy to be praised. Come on and praise. I say, Praise the Lord in your home. You want to praise him on your job. You want to praise him. Lord, I know something like that. 